400 long, lonely days. Friday, April 30th, 2021, Main Street, USA. The magic is finally back. Citizens of Disneyland, reunite. Here's what you came for This is the moment Magic was made for Come one, come all Let's light up the sky now You feel the magic Happening right now Now, 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 now. citizens of Disneyland this is the moment this is the day that we've all been waiting for Disneyland roll call where's my adventures at in Adventureland where are all my ghouls and ghosts and pirates at over in New Orleans Square where's my cowboys and cowgirls at over in Frontierland where's all my princesses at shout out to Fantasyland Where's my shovels at, Tomorrowland? Calling all dreamers. Time to let your mind run free. To believe in make-believe. To be who you want to be. Calling all dreamers. A celebration in the street. And the sights you're gonna see. Far beyond your wildest dreams. You might need wings to take flight. My dreams don't stop at midnight. Fellow citizens of Disneyland, this is the finish line that has been on the horizon for oh, oh, so long. Way back when, this used to be a podcast that happened once a month. And when Disneyland closed, I decided to go weekly, not only to take you into the magic and to keep the magic alive, to keep my own magic thriving, and this is the finish line. This is the goal that I have been dreaming of. This is the moment that I've wanted to get to forever. We are on the edge of Disneyland returning. And let me tell you something, friend, even if you don't have a ticket for tomorrow, even if you're not allowed into the state of California because you live in one of the other 49 amazing states or one of the many amazing countries that make up this small world after all, it doesn't matter. If you're not holding a ticket or a reservation in your hand, it doesn't matter. Because tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., Disneyland opens up to everyone. 
it opens up to every citizen of Disneyland around the globe. Because what we learned over the last year, and we learned this together, that Disneyland truly does exist in our hearts and our imaginations. And it never fully did close because we kept it open. So tomorrow, even if you're not one of the lucky, lucky citizens that gets to walk through the gates on Main Street, you are there. You are Disneyland. You are the magic because you believe. And over the last year, on the darkest of days, when things felt like they weren't going to get better and it could have all gone so much worse than it did, which is hard to imagine because it got pretty bad, Disneyland was our escapism. It was the thing that we went to in our mind's eye to escape from the reality that we were living in. Saturdays alone, Friday nights at home, Tuesdays when you just couldn't think about going on any further. It was Disneyland. It was podcasts. It was YouTube. It was your photo album on your phone. It was memories in your imagination. And they were all real, all valid. And tomorrow is the day when new memories return. Because the park has always been there. It's always been inside of each and every single one of us. What did we learn over the last year as a community? We learned just that. We are a community. Sure, some people have been to Disneyland and been like, yeah, you know, it's pretty cool. I like the rides. Water's expensive. But others of us go there and see it for what it is. A gate, an entryway into finding so many other people that have a love of imagination, that aren't afraid to remember their childhood or be a little childlike in the way that you behave. In other ways, it's a symbolism of This is a spot where you can be on your best behavior and be around all people that have come with one thing in mind, a common bond that is today is a happy day. And I will spend it with happy people in the happiest place on earth. So the biggest lesson to me learned while the actual gate was locked, the park did stay open because I loved it. And I learned to love the people that love it like I do. And in result, I realized the thing that I missed most about Disneyland wasn't getting to sit on a bench on Main Street and just listen to the sounds and look at all those perfectly painted buildings and every brick on the sidewalk is shining back at me. It wasn't walking on the bridge into Adventureland when it bottlenecks up and then all of a sudden you can't really see what's around the bend. It wasn't standing in the new bright and beautiful Batu and just having my designer's brain blown out of my head by all of the artistry that was around me to make me feel like I had stepped off planet. Sure, I missed all of those things, but the thing that I missed the most was you. Maybe the person that I don't even know. Maybe just somebody from the other side of the planet on their one trip with their kids having a magical moment that I get to witness from the outside. And I get to see that first balloon bot. Or I get to see that first baby pick in front of Sleeping Beauty's castle. Or I get to see someone go down on their knee and ask someone else they love to be there with them forever and ever. It's the rides. It's the songs. It's the shows. It's the characters. It's the buildings that bring us in. But it is the people that bring us back. It is the magic. It is the moment. It is the memories that we share with others that reign supreme over everything that a corporation has built. This is truly a special place. And so I say to you, 
If you're not able to go tomorrow, please don't let that ruin this date for you because you are one step closer and it should be in your mind's eye as a citizen of Disneyland and feeling it in your heart, knowing that somebody else is in there means that you've been brought in as well. So maybe you're listening to this on the day before and you're not going to be able to sleep at night because you know tomorrow is the day that you get back in. Or maybe you're listening to this on the car ride while you're waiting to get into Mickey and friends. Or maybe you're in the backseat of an Uber with headphones in waiting to see what Bricky had store for you. What I would say as this is my ramp up to getting back into the park, or maybe you're just sitting kind of feeling sad and alone over in the UK, all of those places, all of those faces, I get it. I understand this is a big day. Not everybody gets to experience it in the exact same way, but we all should celebrate it as a victory because we made it. We made it. We fought a global pandemic that we've seen in parts of the country when it's not taken seriously and around the world, I should say. This isn't just an American problem, but we have seen it firsthand. When not taken seriously, this thing will wipe you out. It was no joke. It was not a conspiracy. It was not a hoax. No matter how hard Bill Gates tried, he's not that magical. He's not that powerful. This was a real thing that we all lived through. And I feel in confidence that I can say it to my audience because I feel like I've chased everyone away who doesn't believe that this was real. But it was real. And it was really, really tough to sacrifice. We live in a global community where technology has brought us all together. We can get on a plane and be at any Disney park inside of 20 hours around planet Earth. We live in a moment where we can live far away from our families and friends and know that we'll get to see them often by hopping on planes, getting in vehicles, taking, I don't think anybody takes a boat to see their family, but you could take a boat or a train if you're kind of into weird stuff. But what I'm seeing is we sacrificed. We sacrificed what was a charmed life at the end of 2019, the year that was until 21, peak fun. But we made these sacrifices. We stayed at home. We stayed away from the people that we loved. We didn't go see our grandparents. We didn't go see the folks that we missed the most that we know are vulnerable. We talked to people through glass. We became familiar with Zoom. We created virtual Disneyland. We walked around inside of a Google Earth map. Shout out to Cookie Monster Kid and Ramon's dad. And don't forget the freak of DCA. We know people that exist inside of the Google Earth map. We spent so much time in there. The Cookie Monster Kid is a real character in the Disneyland for designers Bricky Multiverse. We sacrificed so much. We gave up basically a year of our life from the way that we remembered living it. But we are a very, very cockroachy type species, right? Like the humans don't ever count them out. We can't always get along with each other, but we will always find a way to thrive and survive. And we did. We invented new rituals. We we figured out new ways to come together. We figured out new ways to love the things that we'd always love and to find a new appreciation for them. So today, tonight at midnight, tomorrow at 9 a.m., all of this was for that. For me, my reward 
for doing what I needed to do. I haven't seen my dad since 2018. Haven't seen my sister's family since even before that. I haven't been able to go see my family. I spent so many days just here in the house when I was somebody who used to be all around LA, all around Orange County, going out two or three days a week, going to the studios, going to the most amazing like art spaces you could ever imagine, interviewing some of the brightest minds right in front of the projects that they were currently making or celebrating their victories with them at the end of the finish line of a very, very long gallery show or movie or album that they were releasing. I got to talk to captains of industry at the chairs that they set out while they made all of the money moves running these companies that have changed my world and so many others. I used to be somebody that was out five, six, seven days a week and to just quiet the storm, I always put one day a week in the calendar where I went to Disneyland to get away from it all, to recharge my creative batteries, to just feel the magic because I run on imagination. I run on make-believe. I am a daydreamer and I am so proud of it. I've created a podcast called Adventures in Design, where for 1,300 episodes, I have documented people that found a way to turn their daydreams into their day jobs. I believe in the unbelievable. I believe in dreaming. Why wouldn't it make sense that I love the one place on planet Earth where every single day a dream comes true? When you take a coin out of your pocket and you throw it in a fountain at Disneyland, do you know that that coin one day makes its way back to Children's Hospital Orange County? Chalk, as they like to call it. Chalk is a horrible name for something that is so sweet and innocent. When I first moved here and I was like, Chalk Walk? That sounds horrible. Until I realized that it wasn't chalk like a chalkboard and now every hair on my arm is standing up because i hate the way a chalkboard sounds i hate the feeling of chalk i'm so anti-chalk it's not even funny but children's hospital of orange county that i am for and every time i go to the park i make a wish not only for me by throwing a coin into the pond into the fountain but i throw that coin in there because all of that money gets gathered up and delivered to the children of Children's Hospital, Orange County. So technically, every time you throw one in, a wish does come true. But if that is our baseline, if that is just our baseline of a nickel goes to a child in need, and that's the guaranteed magic, that's the guaranteed dream that will happen every single day, that's happening in the background. While people are having an unbelievable day together. People who maybe are having a little bit of a rocky time can come together and they can come together for the kids. Birthdays, anniversaries, friends and family from out of town. It is a crossroads of celebration. And that celebration, that feeling of being around and celebrating with the ones that you love, it is contagious. And even though you might be there by yourself, even though you might not know anyone in the park, you know the vibe that you're feeling, and that feeling is real. And all of that, every single bit of that, is rebooted, rebirthed tomorrow morning. Friends, this is our July 17th, 1955. This is the first time to get to walk inside of Disneyland. This is the first time to see it all come back online after we came together and weathered 
a very, very rough storm. So they say you wear a mask, not for yourself, but for other people. So let me just say to you right now, thank you. Thank you for doing it for me. Thank you for getting a stupid shot twice in your arm for me. Thank you for not going and seeing your grandparents who maybe don't have many more years or visits to Disneyland left. Thank you for doing that for me. Thank you for doing everything that you did because you believed in your fellow citizens and tomorrow is the day where you have earned your reward to be a citizen of Disneyland once again or hopefully very, very soon in the future. I want to end today with just saying thanks. This was a wild, wild ride. If you ever meet me in real life, I curse like a sailor. <laughs> like really bad. Like I have a problem with my language. <laughs> but I but I, I was gonna say I don't curse in Disneyland, but I do. But I I I wanted to make content that felt like it was reflective of Disneyland. My goal every time I make a project is to feel as if I was hired by Disney to make it. Now, <laughs> don't get me wrong. They are never hiring me. And I do preach a lot over on Adventures in Design. Like, you know, you got to flirt with the universe to get what you want. And I do believe in that. And I have been flirting with the universe through Disneyland for Designers and through the growth of my YouTube channel and all of my focus on Disney content. But I don't do it because I somehow have a fantasy that, that Disney would hire me. Trust me, they are never, ever hiring me. I am way too rough around the edges. But you hired me. You hired me because you could see the authenticity. <laughs> he talks for a living, ladies and gentlemen. You could see the authenticity. Let's just do this. You could see that what I was doing was authentic. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Of course I am. Because that's the fun here. You went on this journey with me because you could tell that it was done by someone that truly loves the park in every single way. And that a part of my love was reflected in your love and that we could come together and love this thing together. And if that was written out, that would be a very poorly written sentence. And I'm trying to make it light because I don't want to just completely break down because I could very easily, but I really just have to say thank you. And I know so many of you have thanked me, and trust me, that doesn't fall upon deaf ears. But I really, really do need to spend a moment thanking you because if the episodes didn't get downloaded, if the videos didn't get watched, and if the Club 1313 memberships weren't sold, it wouldn't have continued. It has been my honor to show up each and every week and each and every day because you showed up. And really, this is a very mutual relationship. I don't want to be the Disneyland tree that falls in the forest that no one's there to hear. So I really do thank you because you gave me purpose. You gave me a way to focus my energies. And friends, when it feels like the world around you is melting, it is so easy 
to fire open the computer, to get the recording equipment out, to go over to Philanders or talk to Jared through Zoom or, or you know, ask Justin Scard or Cheesy Pop for a favor or my friend Gustavo Jaimes. Like, it's so easy to do this work so that I don't have to think about the world. And you gave me just that. You gave me escapism, but most importantly, you gave me a reason, a justifiable reason to say, hey, I got to go work on my Disneyland work. I got to mentally right now go to the park. I got to go take a lap. And you were there with me on all of those laps. So thank you so, so much. I'd kind of thought that when I got to this finish line, it would be the end. That I was like, well, nobody really wants to listen to this once a week. Once the park reopens, nobody will need the YouTube once they can get back in on their own. And boy, was I wrong. Because the one person that needs this the most going on is me. I can't imagine not recording one of these once a week. And I can't imagine not trying to figure out the next video to put up on YouTube. Like I can't imagine not creating stuff. And then the true happiness for me is reading your comments, seeing your shares. Sometimes I do YouTube premieres just so I can watch the video with the audience because I'm waiting for you to see me and Mickey alone in Toontown. Yeah, that happened Tuesday. Tuesday, I was honored to be one of the very first citizens of Disneyland to return. I walked through the gate a little bit after 9 a.m., making me one of the first few hundred people to go back to the park after it had been closed for 400 days. And I got to do that because my friend Philander Butler invited me back. And a lot of people said, oh, you you worked hard for this, Bricky. You earned this. I can't say that I earned anything because I didn't do it for that. But I can say that it felt like a reward. And I did feel honored to historically be one of the first people in there. And it did feel like an amazing reward for just simply keeping the magic alive and taking so many of you back into the park. So when I try to imagine my life not doing this and not having the excitement of living my life through a camera that somehow feels like it's you there with me and then not knowing, like, I can't wait to see my buddy Breeze or Leilani. I I can't wait to see these folks that I now abstractly know through the internet respond to this moment. Like, I don't just live this now for me. I live it for everyone that I take with me. And I have mastered a way of going to the park by myself and not feeling alone whatsoever. I bought tickets for eight weeks of going to Disneyland. And they bought them all solo trips. I'm going one day with my wife and another couple that we love to spend time with. But I just bought tickets. And they will just be adventures. And who's there that day? That will be my friends that day. That will be my companions. Like, I don't need to be like, can you get off of work on Wednesday? Do you want to go on Wednesday or is Thursday better for you? Oh, you have the kids. Big mistake. Uh, what about Monday? Can you go? Oh, you can only go on Saturday. Bricky doesn't go on Saturdays. It's crowded. I'm a weekday warrior. 
It has been an amazing, amazing ride. And I had two goals. Well, three goals when the pandemic started. One, I wanted to survive. I didn't want to die. And I did everything I could to make sure that I was safe and my family was safe and that you were safe. That was number one. But that's really more of an instinct than a goal. (laughs) My second goal was that I wanted to be a winner. Historically, when really, really bad things have happened to planet Earth, some people have been able to use those moments to better their careers. They've been able to take the bad and profit off of it. And I don't see that as evil. I see it as an opportunity. And I wanted to be someone that took this last year and found a way to make my career, to make my life better. And I did that. But I also wanted to be able to look back at this last year as a happy time. And I'm able to do that. I put a lot of happiness into the sadness. I found a lot of really wild and interesting moments that sure, in any other scenario, I would rather have been doing other things, but recreating an entire day of Disneyland over on YouTube and meeting so many of you for the first time, that was an amazing day. Getting stuck inside of Sleeping Beauty's castle, that was an amazingly strange day. Throwing a Thanksgiving live stream party in DCA, doing the Christmas party that got me in a lot of trouble. That was amazing. Like just creating these moments, creating this community and making the worst of times happy times. Well, I crushed that goal and you are the reason why I did. So thank you so much. Congratulations to everyone that's getting in tomorrow. Congratulations to everyone for being one step closer to being back inside of this place we love so much. And you know, friends, it never really did close because we were able to keep it alive and we kept it alive together. I think we'll be able to look back on this year as a very weird time, but not as sad as it could have been And I think we're going to look at the next days as the best days of our Disneyland fandom. Yeah! The park is back! Yeah! I'm going to see you there! Yeah! I can't wait to hang out with you and maybe even have a churro or two. It's a fun thing to do when I'm at Disneyland with you! The magic's back! Oh, yeah! I'll see you back. I'll be there Friday. Live streaming all day long. Creating a window of magic for those of you that can't make it back with me. Dreams of make-believe we no longer need. Because it's all coming true. And it all happens tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah! We made it! You and me, we have made it back home. Because we did the right thing. You, you washed your hands and you wore an annoying face mask. You 
wash your hands and you stand six feet away from Ricky. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing here? I don't know, but I'm having a great time because it's all happening. It's all happening right now. So to you, and to you, and you over there, and I can see you back there, and you with the headphones on, you walking the dog, you driving the car, you sitting there on the couch while the baby's taking a nap, and you going to the work that you don't want to go do, this was all done with you, for you, and by you. Thank you so much for allowing me to take you back inside the magic, and thank you for keeping the magic alive inside of me friends i'm so happy to be a citizen of disneyland and i'm so happy that we got to spend this last year together thank you so much and i will see you real soon back on main street thank you